but I was an extra for Godzilla, the movie. I got enough credits to be a Screen Actors Guild uh, extra. Waking Tracy Man. It was named after my wife because at three in the morning, uh, she would come in and say, can you please turn it down? Our friends at the art gallery have a favorite word that they like to use called sweat equity. Mm -hmm. And if you start investing your own time in your own town, you can help grow it. And that's the reason for the page. If you're willing to hustle and stand behind your product, you should be able to sell a drowning man water. This town is networked in most businesses. If you need something, you just walk down to the next shop and they're gonna help you out. That's what they do. Yeah, man. It's a very cool town. Welcome to the Art of Business. I'm your host, Eric Baker. I sit down with entrepreneurs right here in Dade City and the surrounding areas to find out about their backgrounds, how they built their businesses, and what their secrets for success are. Today, I'm joined with Mr. Kevin Taggarty. Kevin is the founder and administrator of the Dade City Life Facebook page. He serves on the board of directors for the Dade City Center for the Arts, and he provides party entertainment services through his company, Aloha Kev. You can find the Dade City Life Facebook page at Dade City Life. You can find Aloha Kev on Facebook at Aloha Kev. And you can find the Dade City Center for the Arts at DadeCityArts.com. Kevin is a walking billboard for Dade City. He is very well versed in the history and traditions of the area. He is highly involved in the community and he has an authentic passion for the city. He's built two Facebook pages, one of which has hundreds of followers. The other has thousands. He's a veteran, an entrepreneur, a DJ, an MC. He plays both the guitar and the harmonica. He's a wedding officiant, an actor, an entertainer, a game show host of Rock and Bingo, and he is also on the board of directors for the Dade City Center for the Arts. He's a busy man, and we talk about all of it. But first, Kevin tells us about a secret little fishing spot called Diego Garcia. One of the coolest places I've been and very few people can go is a place called Diego Garcia and it's eight degrees south of the equator and uh, Diego Garcia is in the middle of the Indian Ocean and literally you can just take a boat 10-15 minutes off the dock and you can be into a huge mahi-mahi you know. Really? It's just unbelievable that the fish that oh uh, they they bring in you can yeah. just bone fish off the shores which people pay four or five hundred dollars for a few hour fishing guide trip yeah and just catch them on a bear hook and shrimp yeah so that's a lot of uh, great fishing out there and it's an untapped resource because nobody can get to it right on yeah okay got awesome all right so Kevin, let, let's get started here and let's get to know Kevin Taggarty a little bit. When you, when you tell your story, it helps people, the listeners to relate to you on that personal level a little bit. So I understand that you're from Miami. So tell us, I mean, what were you like as a kid? I mean, what did you want to be when you grow up? I mean, where did you, where do you get your motivations? I mean, give us the story of Mr. Kevin Taggarty. Oh, uh, it's, it's uh, I guess, a pretty big story, but uh, growing up as a kid, my dad was a cop. Uh, Mom always had a job working with uh, travel uh, timeshare-type companies, and she worked for Eastern Airlines. And uh, growing up as a kid, we, I guess, just kind of had to figure out our own fun. My dad wasn't in the sports or anything. He loved the beach. So we definitely picked up a love for the uh, beach side of things. But as a kid, um, when we're sitting at home, we had avocados growing in our yard, mangoes. And I'd pull my wagon. I'd climb up this avocado tree, probably 30, 40 feet. Yeah. It was an unusually long tree. Um, and I'd sell, you know, three for a dollar back then out of my little wagon. I've, I've tried selling rocks out of my wagon. <laughs> and I, I don't know who would buy it, but... Uh, I guess you figure out what the customers need and what your uh, uh, want and desires are. And uh, from there, uh, school, I wasn't good in school. I was in a dropout prevention program. Okay. Uh, I'd rather go fishing than 
uh, attend class. Yeah. And they put me in a vocational uh, program. I was going to school with kids in a halfway house. Mm. And I think it's there when I pulled my head out of the posterior side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of rearranged my <laughs> thought process and said, all right, what are you going to do? So I, uh, through high school, I was able to get through a work experience program. Okay. And I had to attend every summer school program growing up through my childhood to make it. Yeah. I got through. Yeah. And that was enough to get me in the Air Force. So awesome. that was kind of like my easy plan out. Gotcha. I, I didn't know what I was going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. Know, I like working with people and selling things. So. Yeah, right on. So when did you come to come up this way? When did you migrate north? So uh, I joined the Air Force and uh, I did 23 years and 28 days, and we bounced around the world quite a bit. I did not come back to Florida. I got stationed here in 1999, so I came back to the Tampa Bay area, and then I was here for about six years, and then I got orders to England, and we. Did four years there, went to Hawaii, from Hawaii, went to New Mexico, and then I retired out of New Mexico. Oh, so wow. Okay. Got to get back to Florida. So yeah, yeah. Are. Okay, right on. And, uh, what do you do after retirement? You know, yeah, right, so, right. Okay. Uh, my retirement covers my house notes, so I'm kind of got, I've got my medical taken care of, so it kind of gives me a little freedom to yes, sir. Uh, explore waters with a little security. Yeah, right. Okay. Love it, man. All right. So now, as we talked about a little bit before, so you serve on the board of directors for the Dade City Center for the Arts. Now I pulled this directly from their website. They are a nonprofit organization whose mission is to bring the arts to our community and provide opportunities for artists to showcase their talents in Dade City through community outreach and collaboration with other local governments or other local groups and area businesses. DCCA commits to enhance the environment of Dade City through the arts and art events. Now, I was hoping you could maybe expand on that sure. a little bit. Tell us a little bit more about what exactly DCCA is all about and give us sort of the history of how you got involved with them. Okay, well, um, the, we've been, the organization has been around uh, the former mayor, uh, Camille Hernandez. Yes, sir. The, this program with a few others, it kind of dropped out the site for a year or two and then it came back online and is maybe just a new thought of all right how can we uh, throw some things together to grow our city in the art and turn us into a uh, uh, more of a unique city what sets us apart so uh, that's how I got involved with it uh, I'm always involved in the community some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And you just start meeting people, and through the good network, um, they're like, okay, we're looking for arts. We've done everything from paint hay bales to install these 14 metal hearts throughout town. I've seen that, yeah. If you uh, haven't had a chance to do that, please, uh, there's a trail you can go. Dade City Center for the Arts can find out about the individual artists that did these, and you can... Uh, learn a little bit about your community while you're walking around you're like wow, yeah look at this trail we're on and, yeah um there's one in a pow camp i don't know if you know but dade city used to house german pow's from uh rommel's africom we had 250 huh. nazi war criminals here but we would send them to work and they worked at the uh cummer mill they work in the orange groves the kumquats they did the bricks in Brooksville. Really? So if you had construction or uh, products, bricks or lumber, mm -hmm. they used to make boxes. Mm. A lot of those Germans, once they experienced a taste of freedom in America, they fell in love with this. And they willingly, uh, as prisoners, they could almost uh, let them go out on their own and do their, and they didn't cause any problems, but they built a lot of things. Yeah. And I think it's a huge learning lesson to you know, maybe start fighting for the good side. So yeah, a lot right of on. End up coming back, but anyway, one of our hearts is in that park, and you'll discover other things about Dade City. Okay, that's awesome. That's really awesome. So, and and I did see the hay bale painting that you were talking about. Yes. I did see the hearts. Are there any other events and things that you guys are yes. doing? Yes. Uh, so we do a hay bale uh, that'll come around fall. Okay. Uh, we try to dress Dade City up, and uh, 
Lucy, you'll see her around town. She's always, uh, you know, getting involved, and she wants to make sure things look nice for the community. Mm-hmm. And we we just put a call out to local artists. Hey, who wants to paint hay bales? Yeah, we'll paint them up with a theme, a fall theme, mm-hmm. and try to uh, put a unique, flavorful uh, look to our city. Yeah, and people definitely recognize, you know, giant hay bale in the middle of things yeah yeah and, yeah but as for the next project we have a art mural uh project that we're going to be doing so there is a wall right now we're looking at it off meridian um an eighth and we're gonna try to do a mural right there that's all in works right now we're okay soliciting local artists yeah and it's amazing to see how many folks in dade city like i want to help i want to be part. i'll pressure wash it all you know do the wall prep and everything so yeah it's, it's we have something cool coming down there right on so, uh the idea is to paint themes of dade city life type you know what's sure. going on from, sure uh trails to the bikes to kumquats oranges whatever you know yeah made our history okay awesome fantastic okay so now i also understand that you're a wedding officiant I'm going to be honest, man. I had no idea what a wedding officiant was. So when, when I was doing my research for this interview, I looked it up. And frankly, I still don't fully understand it. I'm going to read you the, the uh, definition that I found. A wedding officiant is any person who performs the role of officiating a legal marriage ceremony. Okay. <laughs> Can you help me understand what a wedding officiant actually is? Sure. Um Initially, uh, friends of mine were getting married uh, in 2004, so I became a notary so I could just, you know, perform their wedding. As long as you're ordained minister or a notary in the state of Florida, you can legally bind a couple. Once their license is, you're the final signature. Okay. Is witness and uh, makes decree or announcement that they are married, and then you just sign the paperwork. Gotcha. Um, Okay. I've been doing that, well, since 2004, uh, but since then, I don't know if a lot of folks know, but you can, there's online churches now, and you can become a reverend just by submitting your name, but I went through uh, uh, Universal Life or Marriage Ministries, uh, something, United Marriage Ministries or whatever, and yeah. they just have a, a small little program you can go through and just learn a little bit about it and they get a starter kit. So the cool idea is I enjoyed performing weddings. I like being part of that ceremony because if someone's close to you, why pay somebody to do it? Yeah. So um, I started making each one of my weddings more interactive with the couple and try to each time we do a ceremony, I learn a little bit about the people mm-hmm. and I put that in another story and I try to you know, capture that versus just doing a Las Vegas type wedding. You know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. So with that, I offer a package. I DJ also. So yeah. I'm like, I'll officiate and DJ your wedding. And, yeah. You know, I was doing these for 700 bucks or something like that. I started out probably doing three or 400 or like, oh, no, is that too much? Oh, 50 bucks. Can you? And that's how you start. And then you start learning, you got to put a price down. And sure, like sure. But it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. I've done crazy weddings. I've done a pajama wedding that <laughs> took place in my living room. It was like a really? notice. When I was in the military, I had guys and I said, hey, if you want to get married, I don't want to see you paying this money. I'll, I'll do the service for you. It's going to cost you a bottle of Jack Daniels. And that's, uh, so that's the running joke. Um, <laughs> but I've done... Wedding, uh, we did it is in Hawaii where the married they're both divers and we dove into the water afterwards and they're yeah. taking pictures like of the I do when they do their kiss underwater. Yeah. So so you traveled too? You went all the way to Hawaii I with was them. Stationed there. Oh, so, gotcha. Yeah, I, okay. I was blessed to have four years in Hawaii. Nice. That PJ wedding that I was telling you about. Yeah. One of my guys came in and it was a last minute. He literally, their kid was sitting in their car out. I was like, why don't you bring the kid in? But I was an extra for Godzilla, the movie. And so we had all this. Really? They gave us all these flowers. And so I had, we 
provided the Godzilla scent flowers you yeah. know, like, and everything that we had. <laughs> how, how did you to, to sidetrack a little? So you were an extra? How yeah, did you... I, I was, uh, I got enough credits to be a Screen Actors Guild uh, extra. No way. And I was in Mad Men and Godzilla. Now, whether or not you can see my face is a different story. Yeah. But it was a lot of cool. Which episodes? Do you, um, were there... So there was a, uh, I think it was, I'm going to say the third where they go to Hawaii for Mad Men. Okay. Uh, where they do the Hawaii theme. Yeah. Um, and that was about a, I think it's almost a two hour uh, show that one. And uh, I worked with Jason Hamm and uh, Jessica Puri. And I mean, uh, cool thing about being an extra yeah. is they pay you more to smoke cigarettes. Well, you can't smoke legally in it uh, while it, you know, like they can't make you smoke. But they'll pay you a quarter every, and they have these like, I guess it's floor sweepings or like some type of um, chopped up uh, grass or something. I don't know. Yeah. There's no tobacco in it, but oh, it's a tobacco-free okay. cigarette. Huh. And, uh, one day on set, I smoked two packs of cigarettes on a 12-hour shift. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> just chain smoking them. <laughs> But they, they want it because it's taking place in the 60s, you know, and we're like in a bar scene. You know, yeah. It's supposed to be like these two drunk guys. And I can play that part well. Yeah. But anyway. So, right. That's okay. Awesome, yeah. man. That's really, I, I had no idea. I didn't find that about you when I was yeah, researching. There's all kinds of crazy stuff, man. I can, uh, but that was an interesting gig. <laughs> right on. Awesome. So, okay. So you also run. The an entertainment business, Aloha Kev Entertainment, Aloha Kev. Now, and so you mentioned before that you're a DJ, so uh, and, and also an MC. So I wanted to talk to you because I DJed a little bit when I was younger. When did when did you start DJing? Uh, here in Leslie Chapel, and that's kind of a funny story. There's a it used to be called Winners, then it became City Grill in Wesley Chapel when I lived in Wesley Chapel. So I play guitar, and I was just doing like you know Sunset Hour, Happy Hour music. I played just fun songs. I'm not a guitarist. I'm an entertainer. So I just, hey, let's have some fun. We're going to sing all songs and crack jokes and drink beer and we're going to have, you know, get you through this show. Well, try to get up in that mic a little bit, man. Yeah. It is Friday. It is a Friday night and he had me filling in and so it's supposed to be a full band. So I went on break and I started playing music and the girls came up, started dancing. He said, Kevin, Put your guitar away. <laughs> Do that the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah. And I've always enjoyed just playing music at parties and things. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I took off on it, and it's been a lot of fun. I'm like five nights a week. I'm doing some type of show or uh, a DJ or a wedding or something. But that is really awesome. Opened a lot of cool doors. What kind of setup do you have? Is it? I, I run Bose. I've got a. Uh, I've got an L1 is the first one that I got. Now I got the new. It's a 32. Uh, it's it's an expensive system, but it's worth it. Yeah. You know when you hear the sound clarity come out of your uh, speakers, it's it's definitely uh, it's day and night. And sure. If. if something sounds like it's coming out of a coffee can it's yeah might yeah. make the night go out early but it sounds like a live performance it's good stuff what kind of all music any kind just, i do everything know. i do a lot of uh i find myself here in florida i do a lot of latin yep um so whether it's salsa merengue cumbia uh old school latin jazz yeah um, country is my love i love old rock i love blues yeah yeah uh folk funk and then you get me into the 70s Motown, and that just melts my heart. So <laughs> I have a lot of fun with. So I try to mix it up because I have to be at every one of my shows, so I have to listen to the music. So I try to keep it fresh to my audience. Yeah. But I have to be there, too. So I'm, like, yeah. I'm not doing another <laughs> country night tonight. We're going to mix it up. Yeah. So last night we did hair bands. You know, so. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right. And so you're also an MC. Yeah, well, do you sing rap? Like, what is it? What do you know well, with MC? And it's just so if there is an event like we have the, the Garden Club, I always volunteer uh, with them and we'll we'll do like a, um, a, the annual event is the, we have the Butterfly Festival and that takes place at the Garden Club and I'll play music. But then we discuss, hey, you know, this is going on. And you just keep the party rolling on schedule. That's all it is. But, gotcha. Okay. Um, 
that's all I'm seeing is. Gotcha. Right on. Okay. Now you also played the guitar and the harmonica. When did you start doing those? Uh, I got my grand granddad used to have a, a drawer with all these old harmonicas and he passed away when I was three, but grandma used, if we were good, we could go in granddad's drawer and so he might have magic tricks or harmonicas. So I pulled one of these harmonicas out and I was really just mesmerized by how this little metal thing can make so much sound. Yeah. And uh, it made me happy. So I would told you I wasn't very good in school. And a lot of times I wound up having to walk home from schools that I was in a remote school. Sure. And I'd just put it in my pocket and I'd sit in blues bars in Coconut Grove in Miami, sitting in the side alley, Fleet Starbucks blues bands playing away and I'm trying to play along with them. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of how that started. So when I joined the Air Force, I didn't have anyone to play guitar with. So I saw Neil Young. I was like, oh, he's got this neck brace. That's cool. And Bob yeah. Dylan. And yeah. maybe I can get a guitar. So I learned a few chords. I learned them in high school, but I started putting a two together. Sure, uh, in sure. The Air Force. And that's in itself, you can make really network with a lot of good folks. And you have a guitar and a harmonica and bottle of booze. You can set up a party anywhere. You yeah, know? man. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever play in a band? You ever? Yeah. Uh, we had the... Waking Tracy band. Waking Tracy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was named after my wife because at three in the morning, uh, she <laughs> would come in and say, can you please turn it down? She's pregnant at the time. Oh, you know, uh, okay. Just, yeah. Yeah. You got, but we were a bunch of grown men acting like 16 year old high school kids. You know, it was uh, interesting. So we named the band Waking Tracy, but okay. we got to do a lot of fun stuff and it's neat got to bounce around the world in the air force a lot so we would take well, i say we uh, bring the guitar and harmonica and just sit down in an english pub or something like that that's kind of fun to sit uh, yeah and see the reactions of do you ever have a side of the do you ever have lessons or did you were you just could you just pick up and just start playing like i said i'm an uh, entertainer so i just whatever i could learn just through basic chords yeah um, Wow. Ira Shore's piano music. This guy taught me basic piano, and then he had something that taught basic chords or something like that, and that's how I started. Okay. It's very easy. If you go to YouTube and you want to play guitar, um, learn three chords, you can do a million songs. Okay. Right on. Okay. All right, man. Let's talk about rock and bingo a little bit. Sure. Um, I watched the video on your Facebook page, sort of like an advertisement for, for the rock and bingo that you have. And man, that board, that bingo board that you have looks insane. What did you, uh, did you build it? Is it a yes, custom? Yeah. What, what all is, I seen all the lights and everything, but what all is on that board? So it's to get attraction, you know, it's, it's, you want to have something that's fun to look at. Yeah. Uh, not a boring, uh, bingo bingo in itself. I would rather kind of slip my wrist, <laughs> yeah. take a bullet than have to sit through yeah. know, grandma's bingo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, when I told you I was doing that open mic, that was at Wesley Chapel O'Brien's. And um, they said, hey, uh, you're DJing. I was doing a Thursday like uh, DJ night. And it's a ladies night that they're trying to get folks to dance to. But on a Thursday night, it's, you're not going to get a late night party with people working Friday. So sure. they said, let's do bingo. And I said, let's not. Well, they said, no, we want to do it. So I bounced around to seven, eight different bingos, uh, starting with uh, the moose or the, uh, not the moose, the eagles, uh, church bingos, uh, hamburger marys, which is this drag queen bingo. Yeah. Bingo, if you've ever seen that, that's yeah. a pretty crazy show uh but it's a good time <laughs> you know just looking at the different bingos you could see the ones that were exciting and you could see that there's a lot of people that take bingo serious like yeah. you better not be there messing up or calling a fake bingo or <laughs> uh, they'll, they'll take you yeah take you yeah out. yeah but anyway so i wound up putting all these ideas together okay and uh we put music behind it um i said we're gonna have lights and fun things to look at and kind of make it uh, visually entertaining yeah and that's that's where we at i buy all my prizes we use the old daubers we use the paper cards some people use these little plastic chips that get thrown everywhere mm -hmm. uh, some folks use the slide cards 
Uh, I think people like the old school bingo dauber idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very colorful, and it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. I'm going, I think, four years now into really? this. Really? Wow. Uh, that in itself uh, has enabled me to come off working my regular job, which I work for a behavioral health hospital in Tampa. And uh, I do fleet management down there, and that's going to, I've been trying to leave, and they're like, well, we can't find anyone. Can you just stay on? So I've stayed on, but mm. anyway, it's, okay. uh, that bingo board in itself has really kind of helped me to pack everything up and take my show and yeah. make it a little easier. Yeah, man, right on. What's So what's some of the craziest, what's, if you, is there, does, does the, do the rock and bingo events get wild? Like, what are, what are some of the craziest things that's ever happened at a rock and bingo event? Uh. <laughs> Well, I just had my 50th birthday. Okay. O'Brien's, and uh, that's another story in itself. But yeah, um, let's just say I had a good time. I was still. <laughs> so, um, yeah. That was uh, a really, and it's, what do we do? We do fundraisers. Um, I've had people, we've raised uh, a lot of money for whether it's a kid's event or something. So, um, but anyway, <laughs> like when they need money to help, and it's a great time. And yeah. it's easy and it's easy to the person attending because if you told me, Hey, you're going to bingo tonight for a fun I no, I can I just donate? Yeah. But you can win great prizes. It's yeah. uh, really a, um there's good music behind it, even if you don't play people I've had people okay. dancing. Yeah. Know, okay. We do. Um bingo. Uh- Right on, man. Okay, awesome. All right, now this portion of the show is sponsored by Reliable Resellers. Reliable Resellers are based out of Tampa, Florida, one of the largest and fastest growing cities in the country. With their well-established eBay store and local auction house connections, they provide a hassle-free and profitable way to downsize your life. If you're thinking of downsizing, call the pros at Reliable Resellers. 813-421-5676 or visit them online at reliableresellers.net. All right. So let's start talking now about the Dade City Life Facebook page. Now you run at least two pages that I've been able to find that have thousands of followers combined. You have your at Aloha Kev for the entertainment business, which is close to a thousand. And then you have the Dade City Life page, which is close to 5,000 followers. Man, the grind is real. The hustle is real. I have immense respect for someone who is able to build a brand and a following like you have on two different pages. It's not an easy thing to do. It's very hard. It's extremely difficult to do. I want to focus on Dade City Life, though. So you created the Dade City Life page back in December of 2017. And the page is described as a one-stop shop to what's going on in Dade City. They exist to promote a community of unity. I love that. Can, can, uh, like we did sort of before, can you talk about the Dade City Life Facebook page? Tell us what it's all about and give us a little bit of the history of how you started that page. All right. So, um, we used to have a newspaper, um, and in absence of our newspaper, even when we did have a paper, um, it was hard to find events just with a click. So, uh, the one-stop shop type scenario is okay. Hey, what's going on? Uh, if you click on it today, I mentioned about where tomorrow morning from Kennedy Space Center, you can watch a rocket launch. The Falcon Nine's going up. Yeah, going to launch fifty-four Starlink communication satellite. You can watch that from Dade City. Mm-hmm. It's a morning launch, mm-hmm. and the sun's going to still be set. About 10 minutes, the sun will be coming up, but it should go off before the sun rises. And if you haven't witnessed that, that's something very cool. Um, So you can find different events, you know, whether it's a museum hosting a function or uh, we're having a street bash or the Merchants Association put Mm -hmm. something together. Dade City Center for the Arts put up a new project. It lets you know whether you're a church, a business, uh, someone's hosting a kickball game. I don't care. Uh, we're not there to badmouth businesses. Or mm-hmm. talk. It's just what's available. Yes, sir. And the people can decide uh, what they want to do. Yes, sir. And uh, it's been a unique uh, following because a lot of folks will say, hey, well, I learned about it on this page. And I was 
very i'm like wow okay so it's getting some outreach so mm-hmm. um getting five thousand followers was very difficult but each one of those is more of a local centralized it's not like you just send it out and have everyone click on it yeah that is a local community following yes sir so um i even got my snowbirds locked into this thing so it's it's kind of cool to um have that and it's been a good voice uh, to help advertise to grow our town mm-hmm. um, the reason for the page and lack of a newspaper we were walking downtown i live right in downtown and i looked at all the newspapers and the windows of shut down businesses and it was sad and i'm like well what can we do to kind of grow our city and our friends at the art gallery have a favorite word that they like to use called sweat equity Mm-hmm. And if you start investing your own time in your own town, you can help grow it. And that's the reason for the page. Sure. So if there's a new restaurant in town and you're looking for some good grub, hopefully we can tell you about it. And yeah. it's a cool gig because a lot of times I'll say, hey, um, we're opening up. You want to come in? And, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, whether it's a new bank in town or whatever, it's, it's right. very cool and it's a great a way to network. Absolutely. hundred yeah. percent. Do you remember how long it took you to get your first thousand followers? You remember? Uh, maybe, maybe it was close to a year, a year. I, I remember I was like, I thought this would just grow up. I don't, it seems like Twitter didn't have any problem getting there. Uh, yeah. People. Uh, and uh, I was like, wow, this is uh, a lot more than what I thought. And it, when you're doing a volunteer thing, you know, you're just starting out. But you find yourself three and four days, you know, a week just putting into it. Mm-hmm. And then it, when you slack off, it it really shows. Yes. Yeah, sure. Uh, so so how has the page evolved over the years? Has it sort of been always the same, promote local businesses? Or were you maybe doing something different in the beginning? And it's I of- don't go outside of Dade City. This is just our, our town. If there's an event that affects Dade City or it can help, you know, like maybe Bush Gardens is offering free veterans uh, admission or something like that or yeah or teachers get you know <clears throat> things like that uh, a cool thing coming down is this whole tax break coming down uh the uh they just signed into a law a bunch of tax breaks so you can go on that page and hopefully it can save you thousands of bucks through the years you know yeah just learning about how to buy things tax-free now where are you fi- so i i follow your page uh, quite religiously actually and where do you find so a lot of the stuff that you post like so like the tax stuff like where do you are you just constantly reading news stuff and yourself and just reposting the stuff that's relevant to dade city exactly and i but i follow like i'll follow your page or i'll follow other folks and if there's something going on like you know maybe i saw you're interviewed with prelude academy or yeah or you can even reach out to me and say hey will you post this but a lot of times it's uh just uh right in town i i hear it by word of mouth i'm riding my bike in town all and i'm snapping pictures yeah and i'm following what you guys are doing and if it's going on email me text me call me or mm-hmm. facebook message me mm-hmm. the page is not open to just anybody because i don't want to have the duck cleaning you know <laughs> scam or whatever that yeah is. you'll see this over and over yes, and over. Yes. Not saying anything about that, but there's, uh, I'm sure that's a needed requirement. I'm not bad mouthing those guys, but I'm just saying right, there's right. some opportunities to get spam that just continues over and over. Yeah. We're, we don't want to have spam. We yes, want to just learn about our community yeah. and keep it responsible. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you like the most and what do you like the least about running a wildly successful? page like well, you have. I appreciate that I, I don't even you know I I think it's helpful I don't even know about wildly successful I would like to get there you know I, I'm just uh, always wanting to uh, grow into that it sweat equity is important yes sir when I was I was eating at a matter of taste and the guy had the farmer's almanac on the table you flip the book over and it says on the very last page advice for life be useful all right so Love if it. we're not being part of our community and helping it grow then yeah. you're part of the problem yeah and that's basically all i, I don't know how i hope i see success in it but i'd i'd like to grow it even more and sure you know, turn it into something really cool i've got hats for sale and just kind of like yeah. it's more of a mindset you yeah know, like, 
They say, why do you wear Hawaiian shirts all the time? I like to live my aloha. I yeah, like to man. live how I feel inside. You know, just let it. Same thing. Yeah. If if you can uh, put something out to help the community, just yeah, do it and leave it at that. Uh, yeah, I got it. Love let it, it, man. It is it a is it a lot of work to maintain the page? Is it is it is, is it? Do you have people to help moderate, or is it is my it, daughter? Is does, it just you? Um, okay. But there are a few folks that I put in town, but normally they're too busy running their own pages. Yeah. Um, and I was surprised. I'm always like, why don't you guys just post it? You know, after we built a relationship with somebody or something, I'm saying, okay, yeah, let's, you guys post that. Because that's a great community option. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. need to know these things. But mm-hmm. I'm not always there because I do work. I yeah. work in Tampa. Yes, sir. And uh, trying to balance that between bingo or uh, weddings, officiating or DJing, it, it does become. But having a phone <laughs> yeah, makes life easy. Yeah, here. no doubt. So, Okay, so so man, I've done a handful of interviews here now on the podcast, and I've had at least two people mention your Facebook page directly. Um, so Mary Catherine Mason of Lanky Lassies, sure. uh, when I interviewed her, she was saying that how when she first was taking her shortbread business to a full-time gig, that she noticed how you would post a lot. You had thousands of followers. So she reached out to you and asked if you would make a post for her. Mm -hmm. You made a post for her and it really helped her business. Mm -hmm. So I sort of followed in her footsteps. When I had my website created for the podcast, I had the first three episodes out and I was trying to find a way to get the word out. I said, well, let me reach out to Date City Life and see if he would do the same for me. And you did. You, you, you posted a couple of links for me. And I have to say, as soon as you did that, I seen a huge spike in website traffic and downloads of the podcast. So I I have to assume that you are aware of in that regard, the power of your Facebook page. I hope I I'm glad to hear that. I mean, that really, uh, Mary Catherine, I saw her story on a news channel and, um, I reached out. I don't know how it happened, but, I saw something maybe on Facebook and I said, well, I want to try this shortbread. Yeah. So, uh, it's I good. drove to her yeah. house. Oh, no way. She's baking. She made that in her home. Yes, like sir. She's, yes, sir. You know, if there's a definition of like, uh, the, the one legged person in a butt kicking contest, you know, yeah. you, you, the hustlers get successful. Yes. You know, if you hustle, but, um, I think just through that, we posted some things mm-hmm. that might have helped her out, but I was also to, able to talk to her. I said, you know, we got the Pasco Community Kitchen, the EDC. Yes, sir. Uh, Dan Mitchell, if you don't know this guy, yes, sir. Up, that's a great resource. He can help you get small business loans, figure out your business plan, where you want to grow. And then they do seminars throughout the year. And it's just a wonderful time. Again, the network. Yeah. You can get cool ideas and meet folks in your community. Yeah. To help. Yep. And uh, I looked, uh, she just had her one year anniversary. I yeah. Think, and I was, yeah. They were able to get her, you know, she's got her business going and it seems. Yep wildly successful yeah and you were you you played a part in helping her get there i mean as as i hope yeah i hope so that's the at least from from the advertising piece anyway and so i i looked at the the services tab on on your facebook page and it does look like you offer some advertising services through date city life Uh, like a video like a 30 minute video or something i maybe i'm quoting that all i'll do is uh for you you know if you have something or you want to advertise you're more than welcome to do that and that's all i'm just saying i will advertise your your business or i'll come down i'll snap pictures of your um maybe you're gotcha. doing a grand opening or a reopening or you just want to uh kick up your uh customer base yeah we can help do that mm-hmm. i enjoy doing it mm-hmm. and that's why that's on there yeah so okay however, i uh, see uh, so do you uh, do you have any plans to offer any paid advertising through you guys? I mean, with with the reach that you have and the amount of traffic your your page is able to generate for people, I would imagine you could have some paid advertising service. Do you have any future that was plans? The goal. Okay, yeah, okay, that, that was the goal. Okay, um, I guess what life gets in the way. Yes, <laughs> and um, yeah, yes, sir. But right now, I enjoy Dade City was kind of going. I thought through a rough time. 
you know, it, it seemed like everything north of Meridian was not open, mm. kind of closed when I started this. And um, <clears throat> we, it, it's kind of like a, a behind the scenes north of Meridian campaign. We're going to grow these businesses over here and try to help them out. And <clears throat> it, it was just an opportunity to go out and say, all right, we're going to focus on this area now. And she, but once that brewery came in, you know, Fat Rick cycles. So he does great jobs on bikes. They make great beer over there. Now you got a good combination. Mm-hmm, now you mm-hmm. got Prelude Academies. Yep. Out of Our Hands Gallery has been there as a staple. Yeah. You know? But a lot of businesses have come and gone. You've seen paper in the windows for a long time. It's time to change that. Yeah. So if I can get money doing it and somebody has good expertise, I'd have to network into that. Sure. But I enjoy doing it. As it is right now. Right on. So any future plans for days at the, the page or just kind of take it as it comes and yeah, kind of go with the flow? It's unfolding as it is and it's just right on. kind of fun to, to yeah. watch. Like I said, I wanted to do like the, the Dade City life uh, Lifeline. So, you know, you've got a stickers, uh, you know, hats shirts whatever yeah uh if you've seen flora coastal print yes they're a phenomenal they made this resort. shirt that i'm wearing yeah see that's a perfect example of a good networked city yeah and they have the most creative ideas so uh, randy and heather are always down there hustling yeah and i said can you make me something cool so she did all these different designs for me and that's our community that's, yeah if you want to meet a unique dynamic of business partners come the date city right on we, yeah we just had the creamery open and i went down there and did a little pre uh, uh visit like all right tell me about what's going on and what you're and uh they came to date city just wanting to get out of their city to find something new and start a new chapter in life so yeah. they talked to uh, uh the realtor that like what's available and what do you guys need they wanted to do coffee but it she she said, well, we need ice cream. <laughs> you know, can you? Yeah. So they wound up going to ice cream school, learn how to make their own ice cream. They make all their own. This is at the creamery. Yeah. They make all their own cones. And then next thing you know, they're up and people, they're beating down the doors. I mean, they're trying to pull the door off the hinges <laughs> when they're locked. Um, but when I walked in there, they acknowledged, they said, I have never seen a city like just everyone's so helpful it's almost like why are you guys doing this yeah if you watch the street bash you can watch everybody they just kind of kick in and do their things yeah uh, whether it's the stroll or sweat equity this town is networked and most businesses if you need something you just walk down to the next shop and they're gonna help you out yeah that's what they do. Yeah, man. It's a very cool town. Yeah, man. So this is this is a, and you've probably just answered it, but um, I ask everybody this question because I just want to hear you talk about it. Why Dade City? So so you have Dade City life. So what is it about Dade City that made you settle down here, create Dade City life, and just what do you love about the city? I'm born and raised Miami, Florida. Right? Yes, sir. So that's home. I've seen South. I've seen overgrowth don't like it had to get out uh joined the air force 23 years later i was able to bounce around to a lot of countries i think 37 maybe i'm not sure i've seen a lot and you determine okay this is accept this is what i want this is not uh, acceptable Mm -hmm. and everywhere we we look my wife's from up north but i was like I'd really like to get to Florida. She agreed on that. So she wanted more of a northern type theme. We have rolling mountains, hills here. Mm-hmm. We have trees. Mm-hmm. We don't have overgrowth. You don't have to wait in traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, so these were all the things. But just learning about the Kumquat, our history. Samuel Pasco in itself is just, he's a really cool guy. I mean, he's, no one even, we live in Pasco County, but nobody knows about his history, but you know, he's a Civil War POW. He came down from up north, was a senator here. He helped build the Panama Canal. Mm. He was a very big, I think Wilson appointed him to um, you, Francis Dade. You know, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Here we have this uh, war hero, I guess, for the, the Union at the time. They were uh, ambushed and they said, hey, uh, 
we need you to walk from Tampa up to Ocala, which is the Fort King Road. That was the only way they could transit during the uh, Seminole Indian Wars, and they were ambushed and killed. Mm-hmm. But all these neat little stories and tidbits of our town, it has a history. It's got the unique environment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from the kumquat to being the orange capital. We invented concentrate orange juice during the World War. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of cool stuff just in that. Yeah. Then you look at our little town where everybody knows everyone, mm-hmm. the little brick streets. We need to get that back. We need to keep it on track. We need to clean some things up. But that's what makes it great. Yeah. Right on. Okay. So now... Um, since I've started, so I have a YouTube channel for for uh, my, my resale company. I have some Facebook pages, and as we talked about earlier, man, I understand how hard it is to build a brand and grow an audience and create that following. And you've created two Facebook pages with combined thousands of followers, man. So, what are some of your tips and tricks for building a successful Facebook page? Uh, plug your page whenever you can. So when you're behind a mic, Dade City Life, uh, like us on Facebook, please. Yeah. It can help you out, and you can help me out. Mm-hmm. We're going to you know, scratch each other's backs in that regard. Yeah. So uh, last night, and uh, I was doing bingo at one of my shows, and I'll say, hey, uh, thanks for coming. We'll be back. Check out my schedule. If you want to find out more fun things to do in the area, go to, uh, uh, well, Aloha Kevin, that cases sure sure but when i walk into the businesses i was like have you heard of dade city life you know Mm -hmm. uh, and try to always promote that if you have a business card drop the they still ask for it you know a Mm. lot of people are oh yeah just exchange it on the phone people want that card Mm -hmm. i don't know what it is but they will beat you down and if you if you think i'm lying wait till you run out of business cards yeah yeah you mean you don't have a card (laughs) yeah (laughs) gotcha it's uh that i think that's and for your page, like for Dade City Life, uh, I regulate everything that goes on there just to be strictly for what the motto of to be that super center to make Dade City awesome. You know, mm-hmm. like help us grow. Mm-hmm. Anything that's submitted that doesn't do that is not growing your page in that right way. So right. Uh, I don't want to... if. I know people have bad experiences and there's horrible things that happen or you're not happy with the state of the government or what, that's not that page for that. Gotcha. And, um, I think kind of keeping an eye on that really helps, um, uh, whether or not, you know, your personal page or whatever, that's where you let everything else go. Yeah. So, so, so so you're moderating the content, you're making sure that it's good, positive, upbeat content about Dade city that's being posted. You're, you're keeping all the political and religious commentary and all the other personal opinion type stuff over here. And you're just keeping it a fun place to go about Dade city where people can go and get information and everywhere you're going, you're passing out business cards, you're telling people about the page and then just organically it just grows. Yep. Okay. Awesome. That, that's a good, good description. Okay. Now, Kevin, if you were advising a young entertainer, artist, musician, DJ, somebody who's trying to, to break into the field, trying to, to, you know, maybe do sort of what you're doing, maybe not the rock and bingo thing, but a young say entrepreneur, what would be some tips and tricks that you would give to that person? Maybe some small pieces of advice that you had wished people had given you when you were first starting. All right. So, and I was asking you earlier, I was like, well, why do you do what you do? Yes, sir. And you left a very comfortable position to pursue this Mm -hmm. because this is something you wanted to do. Yes, sir. You have to jump off the bridge. Yeah. And people are afraid to take that plunge. Yeah. So, um, if you're willing to hustle and stand behind your product, you should be able to sell a drowning man water. Yeah. If you believe in yourself yep. and your product. Yep. So with that being said, you're going to grow failure as part of your success. If it fails, it's going to fail and yep. you're going to have some really rough times. Um, I've got my own family members that live in a comfort zone and they're like, no, you need stability. You've, you should just get a nine to five job, 
set every two weeks that paycheck's guaranteed mm-hmm. well i did that for 23 years so i wore my name on my shirt and always mm-hmm. told what to do mm-hmm. i want to try something new and mm-hmm. i love being able to be your own boss yeah. sometimes i have an argument and i don't like him that day but <laughs> um yeah. sometimes he slacks <laughs> off and should be doing other you know focused yeah. on the business yeah but <laughs> that's the unique side of it so if i were to tell these kids start now yeah um if you know whether you're going to sell phone cases or uh pitch your musical pro as long as you believe in it and it's something that community or your customers need mm-hmm. give it to them yeah you know? yeah and try to respect and understand where your customers are coming from and be there yeah. 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 Okay. Love it, man. Now, as, as I've mentioned multiple times here, man, you have a lot of stuff going on. Um, do you, do you do any like yoga, meditation, exercise? I mean, like, so how you come across as a really grounded guy, like you see, so how do you, I'm your human. So obviously you have to have these thoughts of self doubt and disbelief that we all have. So man, how do you deal with the overall pressure of everything and just not let it eat you alive? You got to have a hobby. You got to have God. Yes. So these are two things. So a friend of mine told me a saying, uh, he, and this guy's story is really cool. Uh, but his motto is reach in, reach out, reach up. And if you can follow these three things, that helps you get through. And it's not just business. It's anything that. in life. Yes, sir. So uh, Trevor Romaine, he now writes children's books and he's a com- he writes uh, comics and he's a motivational speaker for kids. Mm-hmm. He was dyslexic and his teacher told him, uh, Trevor, give me that paper. He was drawing something while class was going on. And she held up the paper and they, she's making fun of, look at him. While we're learning about... Uh, math trevor's over here drawing pictures trevor would you like to just you know show what what's your artwork about why is this so important yeah and uh he told her well that's a receipt and you're talking about she didn't know what that he was dyslexic and uh Uh. so he would draw pictures of the lesson and that's where he picked up his art content she said oh this is if you keep doing this failure is destined for your future you know and this is what he was left with wow he sent her 17 books of wow. 17 copies of his last books that he made yeah you know he didn't forget her but he learned a valuable lesson from her so reach in reach out reach up but i fish i craft i sell things in town i've got little i don't like um, I work with horseshoe nails and old jewelry. Uh, I make jewelry out of horseshoe nails and oh, no uh, art figures out of silverware. Okay. Antique, uh, silverware and those are available. And uh, well, Talk about that a little bit. Where can people find those? Um, I've got it, the art gallery. Um, okay. Antiques on Main. But I've, I do a horseshoe nail cross. I custom make those for people. I haven't done as much because of my schedule. Yeah, um, yeah. But I also do these, uh, it's a balancing kinetic piece. It's made out of horseshoe nails. Okay. And he's a fisherman. Yeah. And um, I'll post it on a, a Facebook page. Perfect. If you guys want to see it. But it's a uh, balancing fisherman. If there's a fisherman in your life. Yeah. And it stands about this uh, 10 inches tall. Okay. And he rocks back and forth. And he's got a fishing rod coming out. And below is a fish on the bottom. So you knock him. <laughs> and it just... Yeah, center balance. That looks cool. Yeah, just uh, one of those kinetic pieces. But okay, uh, I'm always into just tinkering around stuff. Uh, Right on. We did it. I did a bench for Dade City Center for the Arts. There's a giant heart bench. Okay, uh, downtown. I don't know if you've seen it along by uh, uh, Green Door on Eighth and Marine. May have. I may have. There's a big wooden bench with a hanging heart, and that's to honor. Dade City is the heart of Pasco, and that's why we did all the hearts around town and things like that. Uh, but get art in your life, get music in your life. That yeah. really helps relieve all the stress. I and agree. You yeah. top that in with some God on there. Yeah, you, you got a recipe for success. Everything yeah, man. will be good. Right on. So, are, man, any good books you're reading right now? Any podcast you're listening to? Any anything like that? Um, 
That's a good question. My wife always beats me up because I don't read books. Yeah, sure. I go onto uh, personal pages and I'm historical pages. Like uh, right now, I'm uh, really involved with the uh, just like yellow. I loved Yellowstone. Now I'm following the Florida Keys and like Henry Flagler uh, and his railroad getting down to Key West. You talk about a guy that just had like a, a vision. And he stopped at nothing to get mm. it. You know, he just, I'm going to build a railroad down the Key West, 90 miles off Cuba. There's no way, sir. You cannot get through the mosquitoes in the swamps. And that's a really cool uh, kind of thing that I'm in. But I just kind of uh, follow history. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to read up on government, world politics, and okay. local politics. But, yeah. Um, as for businesses and things, I definitely, uh, I just zoom into who looks good. Okay. And I love clicking on their content. I love watching your podcast. I think well, thanks, that that's man. so you. cool that you can find something that this is what's going to put us on the map. You're going to learn about some basics of our town you'll mm-hmm. never find anywhere else. Right. And uh, that's really cool that you're doing things like that. So, thanks. Yeah. Dive around. Uh, go everywhere. Read humor. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Boston okay. News is the best humor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right, man. So, I mean, we're going to start winding things down a little bit here. Are there any topics that we didn't cover? Are there any topics that we did cover that you want to talk a little bit more about? I mean, just anything at all. I, I would like to, if, if anybody's looking to, you know, to move or is living in this area, I, you know, you're like, oh, he's a new guy in town or whatever. It's very important that you become a part of your community. I know folks uh, that are here for five generations. Some don't even really venture out of Florida. I mean, their families just stayed here. And that's, uh, you can be just as part of your community as someone that's been here for five generations. Mm-hmm. But once you become part of it, it really has a different flavor. And, um, just whether you need a tree cut down or your car breaks down or uh, you need your kid picked up from school. Or, yeah. It's so cool uh, having that. And I really love all of our businesses. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting a really cool flavor yeah. of mixes in here. Yeah, I'd like to see our downtown city streets grow. If you've been to Winter Garden, have you ever been have, down have there? Have not. Towards, not yet anyway. Towards Orlando. Um, oh, yes. I, I thought you were making something here in Dade, like a little section of no, Dade City. Okay, uh, I got gotcha. you. So just heading down 50 towards Orlando. Yeah, I've been there. They're a bypass city, just like Dade City. You know, 301 bypasses our town, and we just come up 7th. Winter Garden, really, they took their 100-year-old city that was complete shutdown. They got their streets back. They got medians with uh, uh, trees and flowers and uh they really put the brick streets back in. They've really cleaned it up and they put a really cool flavor on it. And it's becoming a walking town. We have that potential right now. That's another, I don't know if I said that when you asked earlier about what's cool about Dade City. That is, uh, I'd love to see that. And just being able to see, we had the spoke open. Mm-hmm. Bicycle their place. market, their first market was just Sunday. And they had music out there. Um, We jumped on our bikes. We went down the trail. I've got a dog trailer. I put my cooler and the the chairs on. And we took a couple people and we just went down. Yeah. And caravan. That was the coolest thing. Just sitting in the park. Mm -hmm. Not doing anything. Just watching and chit-chatting with uh, local folks. Yeah. So uh, a lot of good business potentials coming in, too. Uh, for restaurants we need restaurants in dade city Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, i would love to see thai uh, indian food i'd love to see i know we've got you know good cuban sandwiches all around but it'd be nice to have a good latin cafe Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. a 24 7 mom and pop type breakfast joint would be just beyond like whoa this is great yeah yeah Uh, the pubs close down at 11 or 12, whatever, and you can just go and get a breakfast and walk home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're like a European city. Everything is so close, but yeah. I'd like to see some of that. I'd like to see our main street. Um, I'm not bad-mouthing any businesses, but uh, I, w- I would like to see more retail and restaurant-type okay. business versus you know 
we can have attorneys or uh, uh, title companies and stuff much needed yeah but on the main drag it'd be kind of cool to focus that to the uh, hey kids let's go for a walk yeah yeah so it's it's really uh, growing so I don't know I'm, I'm very blessed to be part of this town and I I love what you guys do. I really do. Yeah, I, 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 I can tell you. Yeah. Whenever you talk about Date City, man, your yeah. face just pow, it lights up. I, I can tell. Yeah, you're passionate about it for sure. Yeah, um, from you know the we got the nonprofit orgs. We got the Kwanas, the Rotary. Um, you got the museums. Uh, this all has potential to just yeah. take off. Yeah, and I like our little idea of the park. I like this uh, splash park theme, you know, hey, bring the kids out or whatever. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let them run around and you can grab a brew and sit and listen to live music. You yeah. Know? You can, uh, we're going to be like a wedding hub here in Dade City. Okay. Uh, the Garden Club, they have some of the best rates. Uh, that's where I perform a lot of my wedding services. Okay. And uh, you can just come here and have so much bang for your buck yeah and spend it on your you know honeymoon or something you know or mm-hmm. just, uh, think of dade city it's or, growing around here too there's a lot of construction and stuff is happening out this sad. this way but two hundred and fifty thousand people we have a quarter million people coming just south of dade city right now there's going to be uh it's going to be upwards of a hundred and twenty thousand to 150,000 people between Dade City and Zephyr Hills and a little further west. Really? Yes. Uh, When's that supposed to happen? What's it? The Villages of Pasadena. Okay. Um, I think that's what it's called. But Gotcha. Um, this this all in the books. And if you follow the county, the county has a lot of their uh, approved growth coming in. Dade City has a chance to uh, annex things were required by law if something like touches our city then we and it grows into a um, uh, real estate we annex or we can vote not to annex it but if we annex and we can tax but mm. right now we're uh, watching this growth go all around us and a lot of people are seeing beautiful houses or beautiful uh, land destroyed their view by houses so how yeah. do you protect that so yeah i would ask whoever's in government now is that we do this response we know it's coming but how do you protect that now and it's like a 20-year plan you got to have the vision like no we're not going to do these condensed housing yeah uh, don't destroy this area right you know, let's have pristine reserved places because if if we don't watch out for our city who else will yeah or not even our city our county this whole area but it's it's going to go straight up to uh, Ridge Manor. So so yeah. when are you when are you running for commissioner and, and <laughs> ma- <wait. laughs> I I would rather just kind of help and be part of uh, working with them to yes sir. But I definitely make my uh, points known. I I know there's a lot of homeowners out there that have been generationally living here and they don't they don't want to see this happen. Yeah, they don't. I've heard I've heard some things said. Yeah. It's it's a point. Like, it's very, very serious issue when you start getting into somebody that's going to have, like, you know, uh, generational land that their grandparents established, and you just yeah. stare at two, three thousand homes. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> right. That's the sad part. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, opportunity comes as well, but it's, you right. know, at the same time, I, I do understand where they're coming from. I, I totally get it. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I wish there's a magic number, but in Florida's growing so fast. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I remember when our numbers were 13 million. I think we're what like 21 or 23 yeah. million or something. There. Yeah. Maybe close to 30 now. I don't know. Yeah. But it's. Uh, yeah, Tampa's one of the the, the fastest growing cities, in not just Florida, but the entire country. For whatever reason, Tampa people are are migrating to Tampa in droves. And I guess because Tampa's getting so so big, they're coming out a little bit into the outer sort of suburb type areas and Dade city, I guess is sort of maybe one of those kind of what I'm sort of thinking anyway. And lastly, if anybody wants to get involved, um, there's art opportunities. Um, there's great organizations to uh, take part in. Yeah. And, uh, our schools need help. The kids need help. Um, yes, sir. 
There's veteran organizations. I just met a guy, well, uh, uh, learned of a guy's story. It's going to be called Honor Ride, I think it is. Okay. And he's a local guy converting a Humvee into like a, a hearse to take like a fallen soldier. Yes, sir. And to the um, the veterans cemetery. Yes, sir. You know, and this is like really cool. These are our people doing these things. We've got uh, new restaurants coming in. Uh, in Zephyr Hills, but they're setting up their food shops and tents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep it coming. Right on. All right, Kevin. So I'm going to end, we'll end this here with what I call my three quick question round. Yes, sir. So question number one, how would you define the word entrepreneur? Uh, okay. So you need to make money and you need to figure out uh, what you're going to sell and you need to do it passionately so an entrepreneur would be somebody that provides a service or a product that is needed and does it with care yes sir does it responsibly and provides it at a fair price Mm -hmm. and good quality love it question number two how would you define the word success Um, something you're always aiming for it's uh it's in the ether it's out there yeah you just got to get there and just keep it's like uh, finding your magnetic north. Just keep walking. Yeah. And uh, you're going to achieve a level of success, success, hopefully. I don't know if you ever hit it, you know, because you can always grow. Yeah. Um, and always keep that idea. So, yeah, just keep it in your, your sights and start walking. Yes, sir. Question number three, how would you define the word happiness? Um. Enjoy the day. It might not come tomorrow. If you don't take advantage of what we have right now, you can't be happy. If you have um, live your dash, um, that's very important. Mm -hmm. Happiness, God, that's, that's a hard one to answer. But you have to do what you love, and tomorrow's not a guarantee. Yeah happiness take care of each other and yes sir if you don't have god in your life get god in your life yes i don't know who god may be to you it might be different answers but when you learn how small you are (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you have someone to pray to every night Mm -hmm. things get better happiness comes with that yes sir let bad things go Yeah. yeah god i love that all right, Kevin. So how can people find you? So we've talked about some of your websites and the social media stuff, but plug it all again. Yeah. Um, any different events, any rock and bingo stuff you have coming up, just plug all your stuff. And how can people find you? I'll be at Dade, uh, the Dade City um, VFW 4283. I'm doing bingo tonight. About five nights a week, I have a show. Um, I'm all throughout the Tampa Bay area from Plant City, Lando Lakes to here. Um, you can find me on Dade City life or aloha kev um on facebook on facebook yep and that's that's another thing i'm not plugging in all these other instagram there i think my instagram's linked but i don't do all the other social media forums i've focused on facebook yeah and it's it still works pretty good yeah um but you can reach me through there and uh if there's any questions you have, you can email me. My number's on there. Give me a call, and uh, I'll help you out if I can. Awesome. Right on. Well, Mr. Kevin Taggarty, man, thanks. This has been fantastic. I've really enjoyed this conversation. Um, and everyone else, thanks a lot for tuning in. If you've enjoyed the show, then just please share it around so others can join in as well. The best way for new listeners to find the show is for our current listeners to talk about us. So give us a like. Drop us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. I'm your host, Eric Baker, and this has been another episode of The Art of Business. Bye for now.